Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. So Easter is here, and once again I feel the need to reflect on why we celebrate Easter. This time of year I think a lot about our Savior, even more than at Christmas time. Christmas stands for Him being born, a great gift to all of the world. But now, it's about His sacrifice of His life for us, to have a chance to repent and come back to Him. It's for me all about how much I have made Him suffer for my sake the past year. That might be a harsh way to look at it, but it's my way. I've always thought of the atonement as something very personal, that it was for me, and in that thought it makes me feel important and special and worthy of His everlasting love. And the year that passed, with all of the emotions I've gone through, the anger, the hurt, the hatred, the sadness, He must have shed some tears for me. Being all alone in Gethsemane, knowing what would come, struggling with the weight that had been placed upon Him since before He was born, even though it was His choice in the beginning, He chose to be the Lamb. He chose to sacrifice Himself so that we could live. But like with Nephi, having to slay Laban, it is one thing to say, choose me. I want to do this and glory be thy name. Being alone there at night, pleading out to his heavenly Father in pain and anguish, I don't think even in his wildest dream he could have thought of how hard and painful it would be. But still, he did it, for me and for you, so that we can go through life and make mistakes and be hurt and hurt others and still have a chance to say, I'm sorry and have the sins of man washed away through the blood of the Lamb that is Christ. Looking back at my personal Gethsemane that I have been through this past year and a half, I have felt pain and sadness. But for me, what hurt the most was the betrayal. The one that I trusted the most in the world. The man that promised to love me for time and all eternity at an altar in the temple of the Lord. That he would betray me, that really hurt. Jesus knew that he would be betrayed. I also think he knew by who. Wondering what hurt the most, that Judas kissed him on the cheek and marked him for the soldiers, or Peter saying he didn't know him three times before the rooster sang. He was left and abandoned there, and beaten and mocked and hung up on a cross, and he took it with stride because he knew it was important, and he had chosen it. Before the fall he had chosen it, and he was the son of God, half man and half God on this earth. He who could calm seas and walk on water. He who could heal the sick and raise the dead. He could at any given moment chose to step away. But he didn't. He endured to the end. Because of me and because of you and every person ever born and for every person to ever be born. He did this because he knew it was the only way to help us come back once we were born on this earth and started experiencing life, which will inevitably involve sinning of some sort, no matter how good lives we try to live. He was the one 
the chosen one before this world was created, and he's my bigger brother. I might have hugged him and played with him, talked with him, and told him my most inner secrets, wishes, and hopes for this life on Earth. So times is changing, and the vibration of the Earth is getting higher, and I believe it's to prepare this Earth for the second coming of Christ. And as the Earth is raising its vibration, so must we. It is time that we start to fully understand just who we are as brothers and sisters and children of God. Will we be ready when He comes back? Will we even recognize Him? I think we need to work on our spiritual eyes, because if we rely on our worldly eyes, we might miss Him. He might come and walk as a simple man on earth to see who we have become and what we have accomplished before He comes back in all of His powers and glory and might and the trumpets will ring and the angels will sing glory to His name. Will we know Him? Will we recognize Him? I really hope so with all my might. I hope I will recognize His love, His energy, and that I will be His reflection. I still have a lot of work to do, but the time is drawing closer. And like I postponed this pod for not feeling ready, when it comes, it comes. And I can be ready or I can be like the virgins that ran out of oil and needed to get more. But that won't be me. I want to fall into his arms and cry and just hold him close and look into his eyes and say thank you. My older brother who suffered and bled from every pore for me, who gave up his life for me. And I will be the light, share the light, spread the light and shine. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also. We now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world. Sit or lay down comfortably. Place your awareness on your breath. Breathe in. And breathe out. How does that feel to be present with your breath? How does it feel when your lungs fill up with air and then let go? Let go of all the stress and anxieties all the worries with each breath out and draw in pure light to illuminate you from the inside with each breath in. Breathe in. Breathe out. Close your eyes and keep breathing. 
just keep breathing. See yourself standing on a mountaintop. It's flat, and where you stand, you can see mountains all around you. Where you stand, there is no snow, but on the mountaintops, there is snow. The air is crisp and clear, and you see the clear blue sky. You see some clouds soaring across the sky in shapes of dragons. Earth dragons, water dragons, air dragons and fire dragons. They are followed with clouds in the shapes of unicorns dancing across the sky. And you feel alive and feel pure joy emanating from you and pouring out of you as giggles or laughter. You're all dressed in white and you put your arms out and swirl around. Underneath the powerful cloud beings above you in the sky. You see a path leading down from the plateau and you start to follow it down into a little valley. In the valley you find a natural pool made out of stone. You stand by this pool and connect yourself to the Christ light that is in all of us. And you feel it come down from heaven through your head and out of your hands into the pool. As you stand there channeling the Christ light into the pool, other beings start to come and stand next to you. Everyone ever listening to this meditation is there with you. Adam and Eve is there with you. All the prophets following Adam from the Bible is there with you. Noah, Moses and Aaron, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Eliah, Eliza, Samuel, Isaiah, and many, many more. You see the prophets of our age. They stand next to you and the same light pouring out from your hands or pouring out from theirs. You see angels and other entities circle the pool. And you see the bright white light from the pool start to grow and swirl as it being filled more and more. As more and more people beings, entities, come and join in filling up the pool with pure white light. The same light that Christ used to raise dead, to heal sick, to take away hurt and sadness and give love. The same light that is in each of us as we choose to live the gospel of Jesus Christ and to look to him as our older brother and savior. See the pool start to fill up all dressed in white, you softly enter the pool. Let the white light swirl around you with a presence of its own. Feel it all around you. Run your fingers through it. Feel the healing that it gives you. A deep cellular healing. And feel the love and comfort that it gives you. As you stand in the pool of white Christ light, everything grows quiet. 
and people start to part ways. You see a person coming through, and you know who it is. He who is power. He who is love. He who is light. You fall to your knees and he gently stretches out a hand and helps you to your feet. You look into his eyes. You see the universe in all its vastness in those eyes. You see love and compassion, kindness, tenderness, and you feel it radiate out and surround you. Ask a question, any question that is in your heart in this very moment. Listen to his reply. It's time to go.
Look around one last time. Know that this pool of Christ's light, gathered by all those that have come before you, is there for mankind to use with love. Start to walk up the path until you're once again standing on the plateau on the mountain. Fill your heart with gratitude and love and give thanks that you are alive today to be part of this experience that we call life. And breathe. Just breathe. I will count backwards from three. And when I say one, you will open your eyes and feel rejuvenated, grateful, loved and grounded and ready to start with today. Three. Two. One. Welcome to your life.